Hey friends, welcome to the Singing Moon Podcast. My name is Christine Singer Luna and I'm your hostess with the mostess. Join me on this journey as we explore life a little bit, mostly about topics that I enjoy and that I find you will also enjoy. And along the way, we're gonna meet some pretty cool and influential people that I think you should also know about. Make sure to follow me on social media to follow all things of the podcast at The Singing Moon. And if you have any other questions, please email thesingingmoonpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for tuning in. Super grateful for your support. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and listening. Hope you enjoy the show. Talk soon, friends. Hey everybody, welcome to the Singing Moon Podcast. This is your hostess with the mostest, Christine Singer Luna. And today we have another installment in our Nerdy 30 for 30s episode series. So super excited about it. Um, in a minute, we will introduce our lovely guests and their really cool business. And um, yeah, I don't know, it's interesting. Like I've known this person for a few years and it's really been cool to watch them grow from just having like a pop-up to now being like in full stores. Um, that's really cool. And just going on her website or whoops, their website, um, just kind of checking it out and seeing how things have really grown. And I'm really proud of them. So I just want to take a moment to introduce, um, do you go by Anna Karen or Anna? Rem- the brand is Anna Karen. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I'll I, go by yeah. Anna or Anna Karen. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So um, this is Anna from Anna Karen Loves Paper. Yay. Thank Welcome, you, Anna. Thank you. Okay. Cool. Um, girl, how long have I known you? Um, we met during the Bernie campaign. <gasps> yes. Yes. Pre-podcast. Yes. 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 That's yeah. so true. You were, we were both part of Whittier for Bernie. Yeah. And I remember um, canvassing. And we didn't we didn't canvass together, but we went to the meetings down at Sage to get. I saw you there. I think yes. that's where we met. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, that is where we met. I think I have a very vivid memory of us. Um, there was one meeting in particular. I remember Bernie Fest. You guys printed out posters for oh, Bernie yeah. Fest. That was before you and Joe were married. Yes, it was. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah, Time I mean, freaking flies, girl. Right? Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Well, um, when I met you, you were... Um, okay, so there are a lot of things that I really am inspired by about you. Oh, um, and one of them is obviously, like, your philanthropic work and how you got into philanthropy early in your career. And, um, and then now you have your own business, so, yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about your business? Yeah, so my business, Anna Karen Loves Paper, <clears throat> the name came to me because my name is Anna Karen, and I literally, like, legit, I love paper. Um, I, in my business, I sell my handmade cards, and I've recently expanded to, like, pens, pencils, and then curating stationery from other people as well. But I started making cards in high school. I don't know if you know that. I I don't know that. So, yeah. So, you've always been a nerd for paper. Always. Yeah. I remember it was middle school or high school. I don't know. I was... I discovered scrapbooking. Like, I've always been crafty and artsy and, like, I would rather sit in color than, like, go out and play tag kind of person. Mm -hmm. Um, I discovered uh, scrapbooking and then I became obsessed. I, like, spent all my allowances there. (laughs) And then from scrapbooking came card making because it's within the scrapbooking hobby there's like card makers Ah. and so I'm like oh that's so cool and then me being like little entrepreneur always I was like I'm gonna sell cards at school Um, so yeah like I don't know if any of you in high school had like little holiday grams that like ASB would sell oh like valentine grams or yeah I was like I can do that (laughs) so I mean like uh I think valentine's day cards were my first cards and I just sold them to, like, my friends and, like, my teachers. And, like, some some of my friends said, like, I'll sell them for you. So, like, I had little sales reps around my <laughs> sales reps. That's awesome. Were you, like, <laughs> selling candies with them? Was it saying, like, I, I love you? I it don't know. Just, like, yeah, 
<laughs> was it like, uh, I love you, XOXO, you know, standard yeah, yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day stuff. And um, the cards looked way different then. I do have pictures of them. Oh. And I just haven't shared them with anyone yet. And I, I plan to do like a before and after post down the line to let anyone know that like no matter when you start or when you pick it back up again, like you can always improve on your craft. Always. Yeah, totally. So I started in high school, and in high school, I was like, this is so cool. I want to be my own boss, and both of my parents are entrepreneurs, so mm-hmm. I'd always seen them be their own bosses, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And so I left high school with the intention to go into business, um, go into entrepreneurship, and then, like, become the next hallmark of some sort. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, but then, like, it didn't happen. Like, you... Like, life happens, and, like, you get into college, and then, like, I don't know, you just, you learn new things, and you make room for new things, and mm-hmm. I just, um, I got into philanthropy, mm-hmm. um, I started volunteering a lot of my time, and then it just, it just didn't happen, like, it just, I wasn't even, I just, I slowly grew out of that goal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, when I graduated, I started working at um, a paper company. Mm-hmm. So I never swayed from my love for paper. It was really boring because it was purchasing. So it was just like tracking, pay- tracking purchases. And mm-hmm. it just felt very administrative. But I remember I graduated from Weir College down the street. Oh, shout out to Whittier. Yeah, uh, 2011. And like, it did not look well for graduates in 2011. Mm. So I'm like, it looks boring, but I love paper. So let's just see where this goes. And yeah. I built my professional career there. So, and there I got to learn about the paper manufacturing in the U.S., outside of the U.S., like what kind of different papers they are, Mm -hmm. the difference between the different calipers, different sizes, different weights. Mm -hmm. And so I got to know paper really, really well. And I got lots and lots of samples. And so I got to play with those samples. And it just reminded me of my card making back in the day. Mm -hmm. And after some time, I just decided I owed it to my teenage self mm-hmm. to try that again. I was starting to feel really restless in my corporate career. Um, I started looking for jobs elsewhere, but it never felt right. But I felt like I needed to change. Mm-hmm. And so I just decided I'm going to just pop up and I'm going to see where it goes. So when... Um, what is the name? Of what? Of the, the, the couple who organizes the pop-ups here. Um, Jenny and... Pedro, We Are Whittier. Yes, Shout out to We Are Whittier. I love those guys. So they Was that your first pop-up, that Maker's Market? Yes. Oh, my God. Maker's the Social Market. Media Sunday Maker's Market. Yes. Yes. We yes. had a... Uh, What's Up Whittier had a booth there, too. Oh, that's true. I remember. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that... That's, no. That was 2019. How's that 2019 or 2018? Yeah. The first, they had the first year, 2018. Yeah. But I wasn't vending then. And then I I attended as a shopper and I loved it. Uh I'm like, it's so cool that here in Whittier I can, like, go to this little artisan market. Um, And because I went and I just was so impressed with how they put it together, when they sent out their announcement the following year that they're going to do it again, Mm -hmm. I said, like, I want to do it. (laughs) Is that the first pop-up you ever did? Yeah. Really? My first pop-up was in Whittier. That yeah. is so cool. So thanks to Jenny and Pedro for hosting that. Aww. And they made such a good impression with me that, I, like, I wanted to do it the second time they, they hosted it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to that them That is so freaking sure. cool. Yeah. And so you do pop up at other markets as well. Okay, well, there's so many so many things I want to talk about. Because <laughs> I really like how your cards, um, some of them are in Spanglish. So you yeah. find, like, Spanish, English, Spanglish cards. Um, you take a lot of inspiration from like Loteria, like Loteria cards. Um, you take a lot of like Brujeria inspiration, which That's I think true. is always fun. Um, so what makes, what, like, what made you so create? like, how do you come up with these ideas of designing specific types of greeting cards? Like, how does it come to you? Cause that's, that's a gift in itself. So the... And if you say it's because you smoke weed, that's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. That's not why. Hey, you know, let's just be let's just helped. be real. We played rock band in your condo before, so. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, I know. Good that was fun. Um. <laughs> I love how all I could do was sing, but that's different. Anyway. I mean, 
That's the funnest part. It is. It is really fun. It is really fun. Okay, sorry. So back to you. How do you come up with these like very creative slogans? I feel like they just come to me. It's a it's a mixture. So sometimes I feel like they just come to me, Mm -hmm. um, or I like start with the theme. Like for example, Halloween's coming up, and it's my favorite holiday. So Mm -hmm. um, if a couple years ago when I was brainstorming for Halloween, I just knew that I wanted to do Halloween things, and I just like I set myself in that mindset like Halloween making, like Halloween think of halloween stuff and i just let it come to me mm-hmm. um or if i have a special project uh someone just tells me the vibe they're going for the colors they're going for and like the typical message they want and it's mm. just a matter of like waiting for it to come to me yeah if that makes it's like i set the stage and then i let it come oh i love so that it's just a little scary when i have a timeline <laughs> oh so you're like when is this idea coming like, to please, me please i have a deadline please come to me okay. sooner but it, so far it's worked out you have so many creative ones i like i like one the there's um like brewing good vibes your way and it's yeah. like a little cauldron um i also like you know you have a, like journals and pencils and and ones like manifest that me yeah you know all these good things i love I having like positive affirmations mm-hmm. and it's important to me to have them in spanish too because i mean i grew up speaking spanish it was my first language mm-hmm. and growing up because that's all i knew i just assumed that like if you are latino latina latine you knew how to speak spanish because mm-hmm. that's that's how my world was and then i realized that wasn't the case and like no judgment like people just grow up and like it's it's okay if you're from the set and you don't speak spanish that's why i love my products um that are in spanish and spanglish because it encourages you to ask like hey what does not that with this mean when you see it on my pen what does it mean so it means like um don't some people say it's like don't be sad mm-hmm. but i take it as like when you're sad don't stay there mm. so like don't dwell on on don't dwell in sadness yeah so to me it's just a reminder like okay uh it's it's okay get up and keep going mm-hmm. like not that with this like don't don't give up, don't give in. Yeah, sadness. yeah. Don't, yeah, like, don't quit. Yeah, don't I like, quit. I like that. I like yeah. that. One of my favorite cards that I like, um, because I come from a Spanish-speaking family as well, uh, for my tias, which is kind of funny, because I feel like one time I just bought, like, like you know, a few cards from you, and they're all the same, but it's because I give them to my tias at different yeah. times. Um, La Rosa <clears throat> Más Hermosa Eres Tú. Yeah, like, it's La so Rosa nice. Más Bella Eres Oh, tú. sorry, sorry. La Rosa same Más Bella. Sentiment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said Rosa Hermosa. I don't know, but yes. It rhymes. No, now I want to change it. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you, you can have all the credit. Uh, no, that's awesome. Um, what are some of your other favorite cards that you make? I really like... Um... I really like, recently I came out with uh, a card with a jellyfish, and it says, I am so happy for you, and also a little jelly. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, I, I'm really punny. I try to be punny whenever I can, um, and, like, this is an example where, it's like, there's no Spanish at all, but that's my culture, too. Like, I grew up speaking English as well, and whether whatever language I have my cards in, I want, I want, like, emotion to come through. Mm. So we've all been there where we are so happy our friend did X, Y, and Z. But on the end side, we're like, man, I wish I had X, Y, and Z. Or I wish I did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But it doesn't make you stop feeling happy for your friend. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for us to, like, let emotions coexist and mm-hmm. not have one invalidate the other. I I agree. And, you know, I think it's, I mean, yeah, it's healthy, like, to feel that because I think when you feel at least in my experience it's like when you're like oh man I wish I could happen too that means like it's possible for you you know you see these wonderful things happening for other people it's like that's totally possible to achieve that because my friend did I'm so happy for them um yeah no I like that I like that card a lot yeah that's good it's another way of saying like you inspire me yeah Yeah. absolutely in a really cute and funny way and then, um, so half the reason I like it so much is because of the wording. And the other half is because I experimented with translucent paper. So, like, the jellyfish is a little, uses translucent sheets in it, too. So, I try really hard to, 
add with paper uh, to the effect of the card. So like jellyfish using translucent. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to really mimic uh, like the touch of things with the type of paper I use. Oh, and like different textures. Different textures, different weights, different colors, different shades, yeah. And you know, and obviously you know that because of working with yeah. so many samples of paper. So yes. would you ever get samples from your job and like make cards out of them you said you would get samples and stuff yeah I would yeah and that's how um, a lot of my starting uh, materials came from work oh wow because yeah because sales reps would come into our department and like look at this new sheet or you know look at this new packaging Mm -hmm. or like your sample packaging for whatever and I would be thank you (laughs) thank you (laughs) just making your little collection (laughs) I would stockpile it all because I was always crafty and you know I, I always like oh, I could always use this and eventually I, I did I used a lot of it oh very yeah. cool awesome um that's so random so we were talking about you at other pop-ups as well um so do you still do the goddess mercado that's where I saw you that's where I visited you another time at the yeah. goddess mercado that's across the street from the Hindu Solis Academy um, yeah okay. in East LA yeah, I still do that. Um, it's a monthly market. It happens on the second Saturday of every month. So are you going to be there on the 10th? On the 10th? No, because I'm going to be in downtown LA with someone else. Oh, day. Okay, we'll get to, we'll get to <laughs> so that. We'll like, get to that. But yeah, uh, I usually I default to being with the Goddess Mercado unless personal things or other things come up. Mm-hmm. Um, the Goddess Mercado is really cool because they work with the school across the street. Mm-hmm. They give um, some of the vendor fees to the school, so they help the school fundraise. Oh, they also awesome. sponsor entrepreneurs at school. So if mm-hmm. someone has a business, we host their first um, their first um, booth for free to oh, encourage cool. them. But then we ask them to pay for future ones so, you know, they learn the responsibility of, you know. Like reinvesting. Money. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. so I really appreciate what they do there. Um, they're also a sister a sister market with the queer mercado, which happens at the same location, and it's very mm. similar. But the client, not the clientele, like the the community they serve is the queer community as opposed to like Latinas. Mm, so there they feature queer vendors, but it's all the same organization. And from the same organization, I have permanent retail space at the Goddess Mercado Boutique in El Sereno. Oh, very cool. Tell me a little bit more about that. So it's a collective. There are 12 businesses there right now. All of them are led by Latina, by Latinas. Um, and it's a mix of everything. So obviously I supply it with stationery and someone has like luxury leather goods. Someone mm. has Mexican artesanias, uh, like small bash beauty products mm-hmm. um a little bit of everything really like it's really great place to like shop around for a gift mm-hmm. um but i love it because we share responsibilities we share costs we put a little bit of our earnings back into the store to cover supplies and etc so mm-hmm. it's been a, cha- a really fun challenging like learning to like manage the space with other women and like making sure that it it serves all of us and the community that we're that we're in mm-hmm. and it's been really one of my fi- one of the other things that we do is um, for the shared responsibilities is we each have shifts. So I do at least one shift a month. Everyone does. So if you go one day and then go in next, you might see another goddess there. Oh, so it really it gives everyone some sort of ownership. Oh, that's cool. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and responsibility. It's not just like you're leaving stuff there on consignment. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's part of your shop too. Yeah. And that's what makes it a collective, right? Exactly. It's like collective responsibility. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. Where is the store? It's you said it's in El Sereno, which Sereno. is at the end of the seven ten. Yes, it's at the it's on Huntington <clears throat> Drive, fifty three eighty four Huntington Drive, at the corner of Poplar. So it's a bright pink building; you really can't miss it. Okay, fifty three eighty four Huntington Drive. Did you hear that, people? Okay, next time you're on the seven ten North, stop over there, yeah. get some cards. And you said stationery, so you also have other stationery items. Yeah. So. Um, of course, I'm a, I'm a believer that, like, not everyone does everything by themselves. True. And when I started my pop-up and with, um, what's the name again? Which one? We Are Whittier? We Are Whittier. <laughs> the keep, social I media Sunday. I want to say, uh, what's up, Whittier? I'm like, no, that's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So when I started there, I, I only had my cards out, and everyone loved them, and people did buy some, um, but I noticed that not everyone needs a card. And that's mm-hmm. fair. You know, like, you don't always need a card. You don't always keep... You, you're not crazy like me and have, like, a stack of cards ready to go at home. 
So as soon as I started realizing that, I realized that if I'm serious about making this my career, about making this my full-time income, I have to pivot. And so I started pivoting. I started sourcing uh, items from other makers. Mm. It was very strategic. I wanted the feel to feel the same. So um, I started looking for other local makers that represented the Latinx community Mm -hmm. in very positive ways with positive affirmations and ways that um, spoke to me. And so now I have um, like notepads. I have journals and planners. Mm -hmm. Some of them are in Spanish, like things that you don't, you you wouldn't have found when you were a kid. Like, I wish when I was 10, I was back to school shopping, I would have had things that said, like, poderosa or, like, yo puedo. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm glad that I can, you know, I don't make it all, but I'm glad that I can provide it for someone if someone wants to. That's awesome. to get it, yeah. So do you, like, for, like, Manifest the Mija, do you reach out to a vendor and they make it for you? So for Manifest the Mija, <coughs> that's under my brand. So oh. So I found a manufacturer. Okay, love that. Yes. Go, girl. Thank I'm so you. proud of you. I, you. I literally am so freaking happy for you. Oh. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so for Pence, I started um, after my cards and I knew that I wanted to expand. I said, I think I can I can do pencils. I found a pencil manufacturer and I started with pencils, The like the old school hacks with the foil stamping mm-hmm. on it and i think i have a purple pencil with gold lettering yeah that says manifested mm-hmm. yeah um and people loved it people loved the sayings and they thought they were so cute um and eventually people were like do you have pens and i didn't and i i'm like that's brilliant though i need pens <laughs> <laughs> it took me a couple of months and i finally found a manufacturer that i like and now they're doing so well and i just i ordered like 10 five ten more designs are on the way so that's awesome yeah i've been i've gotten such good response from those Mm -hmm. um the quality of it of course but also that the sayings that they have like the fact that they're in spanish Mm -hmm. all of that it's been really encouraging to keep going that's awesome one of the things um one piece of stationery that i got once um because every time i go to your place i always find so much stuff that i need to organize my life and um, one is I comida en la casa it's like your little weekly meal planner and I used to just get like a white piece of paper like then just write okay Monday what am I gonna write like you know what am I what am I yeah, at the time, feeding a bunch of people. So I'm like, what am I going to cook every single day? But then there was one that's like, I comida en la casa. And it's like, that's so freaking funny because the whole reason why I started meal planning out is because I'm like, we're eating out way too much. Um, I mean, not that it was like bad food, but it was just like sometimes just too much. It's just it too much. Up. It adds up. It just gets to be too much. And, you know, and you're just, yeah, anyway. But I feel you. Yes. Just be like that. But yes. see, I comida en la casa. I there's comida en la there's casa. food at home. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So don't you turn don't don't go to the mcdonald's <laughs> you're gonna go oh my gosh i know i got it i bought a bean and cheese burrito today and it's like i could have made that at home anyway <laughs> uh, anyway um so let's see how did you well we already talked about i wrote down all these questions just because i was like i don't know what would you i was interested i don't know but we've kind of already gone to these questions like organically anyway so what other your is that that's not your only store that you're at right no so that was the first store that i was at um that we opened in november of last year so 2021 and since then i've gotten more opportunities to do similar things with um other stores so the these other two stores are not collectives but they they do work in a manner where uh they host different vendors and the vendors uh, have a payout system oh so Um, it's like it's like consignment it's more like is that what it is that is consignment, okay. yes. I I rent out spaces mm. in both of those, so it's I just get a payout of of my sales minus uh, my rent, and then minus like a small fee, or, um, you know, again like for, a transaction or whatever. Yeah, a transaction fee. Um, so one is in on Fourth Street in Long Beach. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's at Termino, um, and it's by um, like a pizza place and like coffee shop so like it's a great daytime mm-hmm. date if you want to go check it out it's called Adelita's Revenge ah. shout out to them they're they are a Chicana queer couple hosting a bunch of vendors cool. in their in their little shop 
And then most recently, I opened up with Hente Market in Garden Grove. And oh. Hente Market comes from, um, they organized events in Santana and in in Orange County. Mm-hmm. And I've been with them for over a year. They put on amazing events. Mm-hmm. If you are in the area, you have to check them out. They always have something amazing for the Los Muertos. In September, they have like a taco festival coming up. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they have, for the events, they put on a production, like different... Um, like art installations and like different artists and music and of course the vendors and now they have a brick and mortar space mm-hmm. where they host vendors um you know in a physical space and someone's there watching the shop for us did you ever do the art show in winter yeah oh okay. yeah i've done it a few times i did it um when i was at the brewing company yeah that's like in the winter time right yeah i yeah. haven't done it in this year did you do it in 2021 I think I did. Yeah. I don't think they were doing it in 20... Obviously, nobody's right. doing anything in 2020. <laughs> but, um, yeah, 21... Are you going to do it this year? This season? I don't think so. No. no. So, I don't even wait here anymore. Oh, you don't? I don't. No. And I'm... Dang, you're trying to be looking. Way. I'm going to be uh, moving to San Bernardino. So, ah, okay, yeah. okay. So you're expanding your territory. I am. You're, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we were looking for a new place to live. And, yeah, I mean, I love Whittier and I love LA, mm-hmm. but it's not in my budget. <laughs> it's so crazy, it's huh? Crazy. It's so yeah. crazy these days. And so I, I thought I could either wait, wait it out, mm-hmm. and then wait on because my home would also be my studio. Right. So do I wait it out and like not have a studio for that long, or do I just suck it up? And find somewhere else to set up home and set up a studio. Yeah. And you're able to, because, like, you're able to work from home and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I'm able to do some work from home. Mm -hmm. So I'll I'll still be commuting. Um, My parents live here and my sister lives here. Mm -hmm. And I have the stores here, the storefronts here. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking forward to having just space to work. I have so many plans for AKLB. Oh, that's, well... I mean, I'm not saying you should share some of your plans, but what what's, like, your vision? So, um... First of all, I love that you have a vision. I'm just... Oh, you. I'm so happy for you. This is dope. This is dope. Um, for sure, I want to do wholesale. And uh, this isn't news. Like, I've mentioned it on Instagram before that I've been trying to get organized and do it. And it just... It hasn't been happening because I don't have the space to produce as much as wholesale would need me to produce. Um, but that should change soon. So now, I've always wanted to do wholesale with my cards, but now I have pens and pencils and journals, oh. so my wholesale offering will also be expanding. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So you, like, okay, when you say wholesale, it really reminds me of this one time. I'm not sure if you were on Instagram Live or if you just made, like, an, a video about it, because I like popping into your lives, because they're cool, because you get to see the behind the scenes of the creative process. Yeah. Um, now I'm having so many memories of your lives. Like one time your things wasn't working and you're like, I'm so frustrated. It keeps the papers not cutting right or whatever <laughs> on the cricket. But you, one thing was, um, you were talking about the price of your cards and there is another local store in Whittier, like a general store, yeah. one could say, and they sell cards for like $5. Yeah. And sometimes people are like, when they, I think in this particular video, you're like, yeah, people say like my cards are too expensive, and they're like four dollars or something. Yeah. So, I'm really impressed that you know your worth and you charge your cards very fairly because you put in a lot of hard work for them and you design them and it they're all handmade. Yeah. So, would you like, I don't know, could you speak a little bit about knowing your worth and how to price yourself as an entrepreneur and owning your own business? Yeah, so I think when you first start off, you'll probably underprice yourself just because, just because, right. Right, for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. I, my first pop-up, I price things at $5 a card, and they're now, um, they're now 7 or 8 mm-hmm. but I priced them out at $5 a card because I just, I didn't know. So mm-hmm. part of it was fear, mm-hmm. and the other part was, besides the sticker shock, not every it's a very niche um i think writing letters and writing cards is very niche Mm. um outside the birthday card i don't a lot of people don't really send out thank you cards or things like that it's like a lost start it is so i knew i had um not a lot against me but you know like i had challenges with customers knowing that so i just well you, well, you just knew that you're a specific customer, yes. right? Okay. Yeah, so I knew going in that $5 was too low. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. but I wasn't confident that I could convince people yet that mm. it was a fair price. So I just started with five. Um, and almost immediately, people were like, it's too low. Mm-hmm. It's too low. And I was like, I know, but I just started and I don't want to increase them so fast. But I did by, I think by March. So about four, three months later, I just increased them up to six. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't remember why, but I just, I knew I had to keep, I, they had to keep going because I, the more I kept doing them, I'm like, some of these are, are too labor intensive. Like it's not enough. Mm-hmm. And especially I've always had wholesale in mind mm-hmm. and knowing how wholesale works that the maker, well, that wholesale is usually half the price of the retail price. Right. I'm like, I can't be selling these for like $3 wholesale. I mm-hmm. can't. So I made a strategic move to slowly increase my prices. So right now at my pop-ups, they're seven. And in my brick and mortars, they're eight. Mm. And they'll be, by the end of the year, they'll be eight on my website as well. So people should buy it now. <laughs> okay, yeah, go on the website. What's your website? AnnaKarenLovesPaper.com. Perfect. Yes. Wow, right to the point, girl. Right to the right point. point. Right to the point. So if you want cards for seven before they're $8 on my website, shop now. Um, so it was a process. And now... The reason I started giving them at eight when I started in Long Beach and I was I was there physically setting up my space at Adelita's Revenge, she looks at me like, so how much are these going to be? And I told her, oh, our price is at seven. And she looks at me. Her name is Yvonne. She owns the store. She looks at me like, girl, we're on 4th Street in Long Beach. These should be at least eight. <laughs> so I was like... Okay, because <laughs> that's where all Fourth Street. That's where all the vintage stores are, yeah. right? All the there's fun vintage, quirky yeah. uh, stores. There's stuff. Vintage Row. I think it's called Vintage Row. Not on Sixth Street. On on Fourth Street. Oh, it's Fourth Street. Yeah, okay. it's a little earlier than Termino, <clears throat> but yeah, it's on all on the same strip. Mm. So that uh, she encouraged me to price them up to eight, mm-hmm. and no one questioned in the store <laughs> well yeah i know that's yeah, just how so, you do it see isn't that crazy like do you feel that people try to barter with you at pop-ups yes. rather than at the store yes they do um i have a handful of people who uh ask about the cards and when i say them at seven dollars they kind of start they kind of like sometimes they put it back and sometimes they don't but yeah usually um i mean they're not cheap cards Mm-hmm. And they're not meant to be cheap cards. They're meant to be a luxury card that yeah. you give to someone and they're yeah. going to keep for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like that's like, I think we're so used to, um, I just think society has been, become so commercialized where it's like, oh, we buy this. Oh, it's just from the 99 cents store. I'll just toss out the card or whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever. But I think there, yeah, there's that niche. Like, when you, you say niche, what is your ideal customer? Who's your ideal customer? What's your profile of a customer? Do you oh, ever done that? Profile customer. I'm sure you've done that. Yeah, I have with my uh, with my marketing gal. I hired what? someone to do my recent rebrand, so I did the entire exercise with her. But uh, my ideal customer looks at my shop as a whole. So with all stationery, I'm looking for someone who is you know goal oriented, wants to improve on herself one is committed to her family like someone who comes uh from from the latin culture mm-hmm. who wants to improve on herself who wants to connect with people i just feel like i feel like so many so many women in the latin culture are groomed to be matriarchs of some sort you know mm. like always the caretaker right and it's I, I see my customers as someone who's there to connect with people. I want my cards to connect you with people. I want my my tools, my paper tools to help you stay organized and on top of it. I want my journals to help you reflect on yourself. Like I want mm-hmm. someone who is aware of herself or themselves and ready to connect with themselves and ready to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I see it. I feel like it's very... That's so cool. It's not like tangible answer but no I I mean that's a that's a really great answer because you know you're saying that and I I'm just like imagining your your pop-up that you know the pop-ups that I've been to yeah you have like stickers over here you have like highlighters colored pens markers like you have like astrology sticker pads you know and different types of notebooks and like activity books and yeah um and it, like, is for so many different types of people. Yeah. You know? I guess the common denominator would be, like, grounding yourself with paper. 
like yeah. forcing yourself to stop and like touch tarot cards or like pick up a pen and like mm. force your mind to slow down long enough for you to write your, the sentence that you're thinking mm-hmm. so i really that's why i love paper so much because it's tactile it's tangible like it forces you to stop and think and like process it and it makes me like my mind can go i'm an air science like my mom can be like <laughs> I know you're a Libra, right? I am I'm a triple Libra. Oh, you're a triple yeah, Libra. That's why you're so Libra. creative. And <laughs> I love that. Well, happy early birthday, Thank Libra. You. <laughs> um, yeah, well, okay. So what's then like your, what do you journal? Like, do you journal? I do journal. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't want to ask you to journal about. so personal, no. you know. Um, it varies. But so I, yeah. It depends on my goals. So like sometimes um, I have like two modes of journaling where it's like, future journaling where I'm like journaling about the future person I want to become and I use that as like goal oriented like recently I was journaling about um wealth and money mm-hmm. and how I want to attract it so mm-hmm. I can meet my goals and so it was how you are attracting it yeah thank you yeah, and I've noticed like ever since I started that I was like I got a really big wholesale order oh that's amazing yes and so a lot of these little things just like checks that came in the mail like oh you have a refund from like what <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome things. yeah well it's like so. you're so open to you're just yes. so you're just like such well money is just energy it right is. and yeah. it's uh so you're just opening up that connection to receive yeah which is which is cool yeah. and it's like you got to work through those like money blocks that yeah. you built like those fake stories you told yourself uh you know whatever they are um oh that's so cool yeah. i love that where do you get your journaling prompts from so my my future self journaling prompt is from the holistic psychologist i found her mm, yeah, she's on her? instagram i, don't, I mean i don't instagram. know her but she's on, i follow her on yeah, instagram yeah. yeah 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 so i follow her i've been following her and she uh has a template for it and it starts with like um your daily affirmation what you're gonna do today to like shift your patterns what mm-hmm. you're grateful for what your future self what you can how you imagine your future self being and experiencing and how that makes you feel mm-hmm. so it just gets you into the mindset of like instead of reflecting instead of like venting or instead of like you know just going inward you could, well it's still inward but you look forward instead of looking back you look forward and that's right. why i really appreciate it is this well i mean i've done exercises like that too and it's like yeah, we all have visions of things that we want to do. And I said it on this podcast too, right? Like like how to be your best self, like yeah. that episode, right? Um, it's like you you need what actions are you doing that the Anna a year from now or the Christine yeah. a year from now is grateful that you're doing, you know? Yeah, because um, yeah, obviously like we're not the same people that we were a year ago, no. you know what I mean? So it's like we've been doing – small well i feel like i've kind of like shifted all my timeline so weird but um you know that being said it's like you can do things that will like that can only help you you know and if you don't do them well then you're not moving forward in that action that makes sense yeah yeah i I think it helps me stay responsible or just it keeps it you know out of sight out of mind is so real but if you're drilling about it every day like i will be attracting that money because i'm drilling about it every day right and that's like that's what you're thinking of we have so many thoughts like we have like what is it like like tens of thousands of thoughts every single day yeah and it's all about what you're giving power like your brain power to yeah and i try to do it in the morning so it just kind of sets off my day right that's the, so good right that's so good I've, yeah. I've obviously i'm addicted to tiktok so i see things that are like you know your theta brain waves are so active in the morning so it's like however like whatever your morning routine is that's kind of how the rest of your day is going to go yeah you know and i notice some days like if i just get up and walk the dog like you know second like within like 30 minutes or an hour of waking up mm-hmm. i find myself being much more active throughout the day mm-hmm. versus like if i wake up and maybe i'm playing wordle in the morning and then i'm like on tiktok for like yeah. t- you know a little bit on my phone it's like man just like such a time suck all day yeah all freaking day but anyway I i've had those mornings <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, it's just a balance, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's always perfect, but... Yeah. Um, anyway, I just put so much pressure on myself to get my act together. Um, You're doing fine, Christine. Thank you so you much, You also Anna. inspire me. I love listening to your podcasts, and Thank after you. a couple of them, like... Maybe I should reach out to her for an episode. And I was like, maybe, maybe later, later. And then after uh, listening to, was it trucking, trekking, tramming, tramming, tramming. 
I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. That's awesome. So I messaged you, like, right after I listened to it. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Um, I got the last, last week, last Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I think so. After I put out um, that last episode, yeah. And I'm so happy you did, yeah. you know. They're just, you're definitely one of the people that I'm so, like, I definitely admire and it's, kind of hard for me to ask people like I get so nervous you know about it but then again if I don't put out the call to action like if you or someone you know wants to be on the podcast reach out yeah and then that's how you reached out which is so great um yeah I've also dog sat for you I've also had sat for you you Um, um, notarized uh, when I filed my business license oh my gosh you're part of the yeah you're part of the story (laughs) That is so true. That was um, at Central Park. Yep. That was in that during was the in, pandemic. That was in the, yeah. yeah. When did you start that? Um, we we didn't even sit and chat. It was literally like a, I'm like, I got my gloves on. I got my I mask think so, on. Yeah, I think we were like there for like five minutes. Yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. When you went to the post office and then boop, went in. But that was like what April 2020. I think so. Or May. Me, me, sounds spring. probably right. Yeah. yeah, I never remember yeah. spring because it was really nice out. That's when yeah. we went to the park. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the you remember me from the beginning, from like the first couple to like the beginning, making beginning. it legal. <laughs> yeah, right, making it legal. I know, that's so funny. So do you have a DBA for your business? Yeah. Oh, very yes. good, very good. I do, and I, I, I keep all my money separate. I open a bank account. Oh, you're responsible. Because, yeah, because I, I don't know, I just, you know, compared, compared, compartmentalized compartmentalized yes that word yeah Yeah. it's just easier and that's how it should be you know you need to keep like you know you know you keep your um and i talk to entrepreneurs all the time and like you know eva macias um she's a really great financial coach or Lori castillo she's also like a great entrepreneur coach um they all say the same thing. It's like, you got to know where your dollars and your cents are in yeah. order for you to reinvest and yeah. have success in your business. And most importantly, you got to pay yourself first, you mm-hmm. know? It's like, so you can have your own goals. So you know how to price yourself. All of these, yeah. all of these things of running a business. But, oh my God. So you have a wholesale order? Is that like for custom cards or like? No. So they, they, um, this is going to Orchateria. So hopefully. Where's that? Ochateria is in Paramount. Oh yeah, do they make donuts? They 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 own donuts, but it's a different okay. establishment. Ah, yeah. So uh. Ochateria, I call it like um like a Latino Starbucks because they have like <laughs> not they do. What is it? Not like the Aramia. It's like no, Ochateria. Okay, Ochateria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just they have like Ochata based cold brew and just different pastelitos and like they have this really good croissant with um like whipped cream and fresas mm. and then a little bit of um the almond slices that you find at the edges of cakes oh, so it yeah. reminds me of like that cake <laughs> with the fresas the strawberries yeah. and the whipped cream and the almonds but they so have good. a lot of yummy things and so they have a little um section for merchandise and i got connected with them through an event earlier in the year mm-hmm. and they reached out about a wholesale order so That's so cool yeah it's, it's one of my biggest ones to date so, so are they custom cards no they they chose from a collection of my cards mm-hmm. and are they gonna uh, get that pandulce one no, they, they didn't. Oh, really? Just, I think because, like, they're so saturated with pan dulce oh, stuff. They yeah, were for sure. For so they got, like, my antojito card. Uh, it's little hot Cheetos with the li- limoncito that mm-hmm. says, it is mi antojito, which translates to, like, you're my little snack. <laughs> <laughs> love that. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, they got, actually, they did get a pan dulce one. Um, que tu cumple sea dulce, and that translates to my birthday be sweet oh that's sweet oh duh. So, so yeah. somebody gets like yeah sweets or something oh, yeah that's nice so, and that's like such a good seller bestseller mm-hmm. um they got the loteria card in corazon it says te amo, te amo con todo el corazon i mm-hmm. love you with all of my heart and they got la dama another mm-hmm. loteria one that says eres la dama mas chingona mm-hmm. so nice. yeah i think they'll do well there um and they got a mix of uh pencils and pens oh very good so yeah very good Oh, so what are you doing on the tenth? What's your next pop up? My next pop up is in downtown LA with Mujeres Market. They throw on awesome events mm-hmm. and they create amazing vendors. Um, so yeah, they have a DJ. It's gonna be a lot of fun. They are asking for a five dollar donation if you want to go. Um, if you're able to donate, and they just use the funds for the for the events that support so many entrepreneurs. Yeah, because yeah. for those things, you know, and like you need a. Is it like in a parking lot or is it like an open space or? Um, 
I haven't read the email for that but no I always if if I trust the organizer I just like here's my money yeah for sure just tell me just where to go tell me where to go and when to show up and I'll be there and sell stuff so yeah, yeah. well because people I don't know if people understand like how much it costs to put on an event like from the pub, like the LA County Department of Public Health like if you're gonna sell food there you need to have like a bathroom you need to have yeah. like facilities maybe you need to pay got security yeah um maybe you need to pay a fee to rent the space i don't know yeah no it's 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 expensive to run it and so when when they have fees Mm -hmm. i mean they have there's a fee for vendors but i look at how they organize it and like what they've done in the past and i know some other entrepreneurs who are in the pop-up scene get discouraged from paying money more money you know i think that one was 150 i don't know but like you know things over a hundred they're afraid to invest that money but mm. in my experience those have been the best pop-ups right because they're just there's so much behind it that goes into it there's mm-hmm. so much intention and like planning that goes into it i always see the results mm-hmm. so if you've been like on the you know thinking about investing it should you take the plunge to pay more and do a bigger event yes as long as you have the inventory you should do it right and then do you find, like, you just have more people that will go to those pop-ups as opposed to, like, you know, any, like, smaller I, ones? Yeah, or so like they, because they have such a large following on social media, they do have a lot of foot traffic. Oh, that's cool. And then yeah. also it's, like, every vendor is publicizing themselves, so mm-hmm. you're sharing customers, essentially. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I try to do different types of events just because there's different clientele everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I know that for sure, like, the first time I ever went to the Goddess Mercado, it was the first one ever. Um, yeah, I met a bunch of people. I met a bunch of people. I mean, do I remember them? Uh, off the top of my head. But I follow them, like, and you and I've seen, like, even small charcuterie, like, small, you know, selling, like, little tiny charcuterie, like, this lady made her own jams. So she put jams on brie and like made little like flowers. But now she's like doing weddings and doing huge tables That's and so cool. it, you know it's really cool yeah. just to see people's like businesses expand. And um, I feel like one of your posts that you also put is like, um, okay, well I'm done working to now. Time to go shop because you also support <laughs> local vendors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's hard when you do so many. Because I want to <laughs> buy everything, Christine. People are so talented. Oh, like, yeah, awesome. I want that crochet top. Like, yeah, I want that piece of art. Yeah, I need that plant. Like, I don't need it, but I really want all <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, you also want to support people, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's important to me to keep money in the community. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Um, okay, well, let me see what else do I got on my paper. Um, I already did know you were. Well, you talked a little bit about tarot cards. So, what made you want to sell those at in your pop up? So, um, I bought my first tarot when I was in New Orleans, and it just—I don't know. I just I, there. It was a Halloween deck, so I'm like, ooh, I need to have it. Mm. Um, and then I started reading it, and it was—I found out um that it was a really cool reflective exercise at the minimum. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't read tarot and think that I can tell the future. Mm-hmm. I think that some people have that gift and it's not me. But I think mm-hmm. no matter how gifted you are in that in that area, like, you can read your own tarot cards. Because to me, it's just a reflective... It's kind of like journaling, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you meditate on a question. You ask the cards. You pull your cards. You try to make sense. And, like, while you're making sense of it like you're gonna pull stuff from your subconscious because you're the one doing it right you know right. so I, well it's like t- like listening to your intuition yeah yeah and so i really like well first is very tactile like literally like it's paper mm-hmm. you know it's so, printed yeah yeah touch and it i like the intention behind it and i like the exercise that comes with it so to me it was just another form of journaling mm-hmm. and it's paper mm-hmm. and i really want to sell like everything that's paper like if I ever have the opportunity to put up a brick and mortar, you're going to find games in there. You're going to find books in there. Yeah. I want to, I like, I want the store. I want the shop to make you feel as excited when you were a kid going to the Scholastic Book Fair. Oh my God. They had everything there. They had like little games, but you wanted it all. Yeah. Like posters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You were definitely like, a cool person if you came out of the yeah. school scholastic bookstore with anything yeah. or like did you ever do you remember getting those um like 
the catalogs, like the book catalogs, like yes. every month or quarter or whatever. Yeah. And it's like you would pick circle, which books you want. You would circle everything. You might not get them, but yeah, it's like, I want all these books and oh my God, this book. Yes. and This entire collection and these pens over here. Yeah. And like, look at all yeah, the Harry Potter stuff. It. Yeah. That's so funny. It was cool. Um, so do you envision, you're still, you envision yourself having a brick and mortar one day? Yeah, that would be really Where cool. Where would you want it to be? Um, I don't know. I mean, okay. I'll be living in San Bernardino soon, so maybe there. Okay. Well, Riverside is really popping off, you Yeah. Know? Yeah. So it might be in the Illinois Empire, um, but I don't know yet. I'm going to try to focus wholesale mm, first that and is online. So good. Mm-hmm. You really want to get your brand out there. Yeah, I do. So yeah. you say a whole rebranding. <clears throat> what does that mean? So I changed my logo and I just, I had updated graphics and I had a graphic designer just sit down with me, go through my ideal client, you know, my why, my vision and my values. Um, and she put together this awesome thing. Her name is Raina Creates. If you need rebranding, she's amazing. Um, she just put everything together like a brand guide. And so instead of just, before I had a logo and like, I knew my why, but it wasn't like it might have not been very organized like the colors may have not really they were different um but now they're just they just click mm. <laughs> so it just really helped me have a cohesive look mm. um and it's i've gotten good feedback on it too so i know your website's so cute and like it's you. very organized thank you which i'm not surprised from you but yeah i my perfect so i mentioned that i work in the paper industry professionally but like specifically i do purchasing and so inventory management and data management mm. so all of the data stuff all the all the traditionally boring stuff of a business mm-hmm. i just felt really comfortable with yeah well and that's the thing about you know working in admin i mean you know we're here where i work in admin and um all of that stuff keeps things going yeah. um especially like that's why I like to support entrepreneurs, right? Because they have really great creativity ideas. Not everybody, like, is lucky like you, Anna, to have that inventory data management, you know, experience. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. I'm glad that you really took that from your, you know, the place that your day job, yeah. you know, and adding it to your business. Yeah, yeah. That's Thank really you. cool. Yeah, and I think we all have skills that we develop in our in our day jobs or in nine to fives that are mm-hmm. totally applicable outside of that office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think you you kind of touched on it before, but what made you really want to take the plunge to doing, like, was it the pandemic that just made you like, let's just do it? Yeah, it, it really was. Before the pandemic, I, I mean, I had that pop-up and I had intentions of this becoming a business, like a real business. Um, and I, I figured down the line, I would, um, this would hopefully become my full-time thing and the pandemic hit and I was very fortunate that I didn't lose my job I was able to work from home completely um but it was tiring mm-hmm. we had to let go some some of the team members were on um were not working anymore so it was just less people mm. and the same amount of work and eventually more work mm-hmm. and it it was just over I was over it I had been happy in a corporate position for years and which is why I, I wanted to pop up to begin with and then after the pandemic and just just seeing it all and feeling it all and like realizing that I have all of this time at home that even though the world is falling apart outside of these walls like I am finding peace in my home because mm-hmm. I'm here and I'm grounded and I I'm just enjoying the time that I didn't have before mm. and I just thought to myself like once we go back to the office, like this is gone, and I don't, I don't want to be like stressing out at nine p.m. over emails for, for making money for someone else. Like mm-hmm. if I'm gonna be up at nine a. nine p.m. stressing out about emails, it's because it's my money. Mm-hmm. So that really put into perspective that like not, I mean the world changed. Yeah, overnight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you, you never know. And so if it's not now, then when? Ugh, I love that. That's so good. So if you were to give yourself one piece of advice like from a year ago right august 22nd 2021 <clears throat> well today's monday so we're recording it but <laughs> if you were to go back a year ago what's one piece of advice that you would have wanted to know or like yeah i don't know what's one, yeah right um that's, yeah um yeah what would you say to 
Anna Karen a year ago today. Dream bigger. I would say dream bigger. Yeah. And like, don't be afraid to dream bigger. I feel like I've, I mean, since then I've, my, my dreams have grown, mm-hmm. but it's really scary because knowing that you want to do such great things means like things that are, you currently have need to change drastically. Right. So, um, that's what I would tell myself. Like just, just go for it. Don't let mm-hmm. the fear hold you back. Just dream as big as you, you want to dream. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And all, so. my thing is like, also, if you're afraid of something, that's a good sign. Yeah. You know? Thank you, because I'm still working through that fear. I'm still, like, I'm dreaming that big, but it, I mean, there's still fear to work through. Yeah, there's, there's so much fear, like, all the time, but I think as humans, and we have our ego to keep us in check, you know, sometimes, I rolled my eyes and I said that, and, um, <laughs> but, like, that fear, sometimes that fear can limit you, because you've never had that experience before, but there's a reason why you're, why you're envisioning that experience, why you're dreaming of that you know, because you, um, your soul is like ready for that. You just need to get past your ego to get there. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, girl. I'm afraid <laughs> of so many things all the time, but I guess that's just, that's just good. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, you don't want to be in your comfort zone all the time. Yeah. What does Jillian so. Michael say? Be, uh, be, uh, comfortable being uncomfortable. Is that what she says? Yeah. I believe that. Get no, comfortable but... being uncomfortable or something? Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like that. Dream bigger. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like reflecting on my own life. Like, God, Christine, dream bigger. That, that is such a good piece of advice. That is such a good piece of advice. It's going to go in a pencil now or in a pen. <gasps> dream bigger. Dream bigger. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love that. I'll oh. do a free one when they come in. Oh, <laughs> just let me know. I'll go buy one. <laughs> Um, oh, well, Anna, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Where can people, we've talked about it a few times, but remind the listeners how they can, you know, get their yeah. hands on their own card. Uh, you can shop online at www.annakarenlovespaper.com. Anna spelled with one N. Perfect. You can also find me on Instagram where you find me sometimes dancing or posting reels or sharing all sorts of funny or things in Spanish. You can find me at Anna Karen loves paper. Yep, just Anna Karen loves paper. Oh my god! You know that just you said you dancing. That reminds <laughs> me that you used to go live and do rock band. Yes, I did. And then Instagram would shut you down. They but would shut me down because I was like, <laughs> it's music, copyrighted music. Like, rude. That's so funny. And then that's when I was like, I want a rock band with you. And then, and then you, we did. I was like, I interrupted. So we're also yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and then I am slowly getting on TikTok. That's also Anna Karen Loves Paper. So, mm. Anna Karen Loves Paper with one N. Find me all over social media okay. and on my website. Okay, well, and also we shared the stores earlier, so everybody, uh, hope you were writing those down. Is that, are the addresses on your website? The. Like your, no, your they're stores? They're not. Um, but. I should put them on. I'll put them on okay, my bio. Okay, Because this yeah. morning, uh, my favorite thing, <clears throat> this morning when I went on your page, you were like, or, you know, your story came up, and it was like, oh, it looks like I didn't, like, shower. It's because I didn't, because I'm working so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I showered once. Okay. No, no, you look, you look gorgeous. You look great. Um, yeah, me too. You, you posted, I was like, oh, I just hit some balls. I should go shower too. Someone else told me, like, me either. I'm on my way. So... <laughs> That's awesome. Hard-working, hard-working women all over the place. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it is what it is. What Lori, like the entrepreneur lady, she says, like, I hate taking showers. It's so much time. It's so much time. It takes so long to wash your hair, to shave, blah, blah, blah. It's so funny. Yeah. But, you know, we got to do these we things. We got to do it. got to do yeah. it. Well, again, it's been such a pleasure, Anna, to have you here. Thank, Thank you. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in and listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, so I don't know, I'm just, I'm just like, I have a huge smile on my face full of gratitude. So thank you for Aww. listening. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Christine, for having me. Oh, I wish I had freaking cards. Let me check to see if there are any in my bag. Cause normally I do have some and I'm like, let's pick one just cause I'm funny. Ah, of course I don't. Of course I don't have one. Actually, I have playing cards. Should we pick a playing card? Let's do it. I don't know what they are going to mean, but we'll just see. I got these cards from the Commerce Casino. I went to a chamber networking event. Here you go. You can, like, shuffle. I don't know. Do you shuffle? 
We'll see what number comes up. I have no idea what. I uh, learned how to play cards when I was like six. Oh, like what kind of cards? Like poker? Like, like poker Alba? and 21. And my grandpa taught me this game. I, I don't know what the equivalent is in here in the States, but it's called Conquian and it's it's like play with nine cards. It's such a weird game. But okay. How do you play it? Um, You have to make... You start with nine cards in your hand, mm -hmm. and you have to make, it's kind of like poker where you have to make three of a kind or, you know, a ladder, like a, is that what it's called, right? Like a... Uh, like, like three, four, five. Yeah, like four, yeah. five, six, yeah. But like in the same suit. So you have to make like combos of that. Um, She's and, shuffling the cards right yeah. now. You can't tell. She's so good. Thank you. So as you get like sets of three cards like three of a kind or you have a five and a six and then you get a seven you remove them from your hand and put them in front of you mm -hmm. so the more advanced you are your opponent can see that you're closer to winning and then you win by placing your 10th card in front of you so, so do you, you pick up cards you there's a just like go fish just where's it go fish? i don't know there's and there's some one in the center like mm -hmm. you know there's one in the center you can pick the one from the center or you can pick blindly from the pile mm. and you're trying to and you either have to Accept it and for and put something on in uh, front of you, or put it back and let someone else go. There is a game that's similar to that. I don't know what it's called, but I feel like I've played a game where it's like you're trying to make matches, and then you put one back. Maybe it is. Is it Go Fish? I think that is Go Fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. Konkian. 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 Yeah. Konkian. Yeah. So, but you can do matches, or you can do like sets, like. But it has like, to be sets of three. Sets of three or more. Yeah. Yeah, there is a, there's a whole game. Yeah. There's a game, but it's not. Okay, all right, all right. So are all you right. picking, like, one card or, like? I have no idea. Whatever whatever you're drawn to, girl. Let's do three. Okay. So queen of spades, five of hearts, and seven of spades. I don't know what any of that means. I don't means. know. No, I don't know. What was your uh, intention? Let's, let's feel it out. No, I was just uh, going for it. Um. So the queen. Um... That gives me, like, Empress vibes, no? Like the Empress. Yeah, no, I yeah. totally get Empress yes. vibes. I get that five, I feel five, like, is abundance. Like, yes. Isn't five, like, I think five in tarot is considered, like, the halfway point. So, like, you're halfway through something? Or maybe it's... Like, you're you're remember. moving through... Well, I don't know. These I don't aren't tarot cards, but... <laughs> okay, okay. And then you have a so, seven. Seven of spades. That's the same as the queen suit. So, seven is lucky. Yes, yes. So maybe abundance and luck and like what the queen is going after. There you go. There so you go. you're you're on your way, girl. Yeah. See, literally anyone can make up things <laughs> and it can be reflected because, yeah, I am a queen in my own right on my way to abundance. So I really do think that cards just help you really Like reflect. think things out, you know? Yeah. And, and if it elicits your own feelings. I think one of the first times I ever did like – saw a tarot person so earlier you said like fortune tellers and stuff like oh i don't know people like i can't tell the future but i think you can tell your future because you're setting yourself up yeah for like you're imagining a future of yourself that you envision right so, yeah. like you're saying like i'm getting empress vibes yeah well it's like because you're building on your career you're building on your business and you're expanding yeah um, and you know, the fives, like you're halfway there towards that luck, that abundance, that, yeah. um, all those very positive things. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I encourage everyone to reflect through the, any cards, even if they're not terrible. No, they can, well, like Oracle cards, like I remember, yeah. uh, see, that's why I, I wish I had some right now because I have like different decks. Like one is like the inspiring fairies, right? Or it's like the queen of isis which are just inspirational words and whatever it triggers you to feel or think is like is like a thought that you wouldn't have otherwise like it's a thought that you clearly have because like it was triggered yeah it came out from you right like, yeah right and so but who knows if that would have come out for you if it wasn't triggered by whatever was said does that yeah. make sense no it does yeah, yeah. So mine got, I have three diamonds, so that just means I need three diamonds on my finger. <laughs> three, six, and, oh, hey, I was hoping for a nine. Well, it's okay. So I got three diamonds, six of clubs, and eight of clubs. Well, clearly that means that I'm a golfer because of clubs. <laughs> of the clubs. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no. Is, um, isn't three an uh, uh, important number in golf? Three, well, I mean, part of, like, 
like strokes there's a par three you know like i don't know <laughs> today i got i got this thing i posted on my instagram it's like this yellow key with a magnet yeah. on it that just means that you hear all the keys that just means that i joined the john canabe like um club so it lets like i can get unlimited i can get like 200 balls a day at the driving range if i wanted to unfortunately it's monday the driving range is already closed but um yeah you can get like unlimited like golf balls and stuff or not unlimited but up to 200 a day and so i'm really making it my goal to get better at golf like i was telling rebecca um over at don canabe today it's like first of all you when you met me i was not a golfer so this is really a new christine (laughs) At the same time, I really want to get good really, really fast, you know? I just want to get really, really good. Yeah. Um, but, anyway. That's really cool. Oh, we got a vacuum going on. Hope that sounds not... All right. Anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for picking these cards with me, Anna. <laughs> um, and, yeah, everybody, thank you so much. Love you. Um, I don't know. Any last words for the people? Stay connected to yourself. Yes. Stay connected to yourself. Oh, I love that. Anna, you're so great. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye.